Welcome to OAC Vancouver's podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We believe that Jesus is needed and relevant for people in Vancouver today. The message of God's love and promise of wholeness was destined to be experienced within a faith community that worships, studies scripture, and prays together. We warmly welcome you to journey with us towards greater connection, purpose, and peace. We'll be sharing our recorded services and conversations with health and wellness experts. Enjoy. So the title of this message is, But Why? And sometimes, as we've been reflecting, when we feel like we're stuck or stagnant, it could be because we've lost sight of the reason behind our practices and beliefs. So I think it's very, actually a very real tactic of our enemy that he uses to try and undermine our potential and to water down our conviction. So it's foundational for our vision um, to understand who we are and why we exist. Again, on an individual personal level, but also on this collective church organization level. And when our identity aligns with the calling and the identity and the value and the worth and the purpose that God has spoken into our lives, that God has called our church to be, then we'll naturally be very compelling and attractive and winsome for others. You know, there's um, an author, I think he wrote the book in 2009, but of course, you know, he's been championing this idea of understand the why. Know your why, start with why. And then recently, um, a book that kind of still builds on the very same concept has been, you know, growing in interest and popularity called um, Atomic Habits. So what Simon said, (laughs) that's so great, what Simon says, we do, is that um, he calls this the golden circle. And within this circle, we have three concepts. So he says, you know, just think about it. Most people, most people can tell you what they do, or they might tell you what they do in their day-to-day routine, but less people could actually articulate and identify and be able to tell you how it is. How is it that you're a teacher? How is it that you're a chef? You know, that becomes kind of a little bit more complex to answer. And he's saying that even fewer people still would be able to answer the question, why? What is at the core of what we do? So Simon points to what Apple did and how they kind of upset or reversed um, what most companies were doing. Apple started with why. Why do they want to be in the tech business? And Apple's reason was, we want to upset the status quo. We want to think differently about technology. That then led them to how. How are we going to upset the status quo? How are we going to present technology differently? That led them to focusing on design, being user-friendly, having a great um, interface and interaction. And so the what became, now we have this really slick-looking, user-friendly product. You want to buy it? People don't buy into what you do. People actually buy in to why you do it. 
So often we as churches start with the what as well. That used to be enough when the majority of households in the community or the city or the region were Christian. But not now, not when over 50% of our population has no affiliation with any spiritual religious denomination or practice. I think there are two reasons in which our spiritual growth might be stalled or even declining. First of all, it's that um, we've started with the what. So what we are, well, we're a community of believers who worship God, we serve in charitable functions, and we teach his word. That's the what. And then we'll tell people how, you know, how we're doing it. Well, we're gathering, you know, every single Saturday, 10 o'clock for Bible studies, 11 o'clock for a worship service. So join us. Secondly, we could stall or fail to grow because our why is not aligned with Jesus' why. This happens when individually we get focused on being a good Christian and we want to succeed at the checkboxes that we're told define what a good Christian is. But here's the thing. God never asked us to be successful Christians. He asked us to be faithful Christians. He didn't ask us to be good at doing these things. Read the scriptures, read the gospels. If you can find it, let me know. This is what the prophet Micah reiterated. Do justly, love mercy, walk humbly with God. And then when Jesus walked this earth, he kind of reiterated that in a 2.0 statement that said, just love God and love your neighbors. Let's boil it down to the basics. Let's come back to our why. So for our modern day church, it can look like this. If we start with the wrong why, we talk about upholding our doctrines. We talk about perpetuating our institution. We talk about protecting a denominational identity. And we go outward, we say, how are we going to do that? We just got to study the word and keep the commandments. And so what we become is a truth teaching church, trying to restore people to this perfect pattern. But it also comes matched with usually judgment over people who don't do the same, who aren't quite on the same page. Is that really drawing? Is that really compelling? I find no, no message of wholeness and reconciliation in that. This why we exist and why we are, it has to be aligned. It has to be bigger than that. It can't just be about why, because we're right and everyone else is wrong. It has to be compelling because when we look to our leader, our rabbi, our prophet, our savior, he was the most compelling man to walk the earth. And he was somebody, if you keep reading John 3, 16, and don't forget to read the following verse, this is somebody who God sent into the world not to condemn the world, but to save them through Jesus. So does Jesus have a golden circle? I mean, we're talking about kind of modern day philosophy and psychology. Can we find this concept in the Bible? I think we can. If you want to open your um, Bibles or check your app and look at Mark 
one or revisit it later. The Gospel of Mark, I mean, this is where he's starting off. Mark just jumps right into the life of Jesus. In Mark chapter 1, he starts Jesus' story with his baptism. But then we read on, and we see that after Jesus was baptized, in verse 14, he begins his ministry, and his cousin who baptized him ends up in prison. But Jesus keeps moving. He's hitting the ground. He's proclaiming the good news. He's letting people know the time has come. The kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe this good news. We keep reading through the first chapter in Mark and we see the things that Jesus does. He starts calling his core disciples to be his apprentices, to train underneath him. He goes to um, Copernicum and in at Sabbath, he's He's there teaching and preaching in the synagogue. He then casts out demons and he heals people who are ill and sick. So when we look at the what, how, and why, it's intriguing to me that here in scripture, we can say what Jesus was doing. He was healing and he was preaching. We can say how he was doing it through his presence and his power. But it's interesting to me that the gospel author says, tells us his story begins with a why. The why is that Jesus had a mission to share with us the news that his kingdom has come and to invite us to be part of the good work in making this world a better place, of sharing hope for the future. His why was to meet the need for justice and liberation, to offer hope. And that is far more compelling to focus on Jesus' why and join him in his why than to get frustrated that we can't always do what he did. So when we flip and reverse these questions, these um, layers of our existence and our purpose for OAC, we can start with what is our why? And currently our why is stated that we believe everyone, we believe you and you and me has the capacity to live a transformed life because of Jesus' love. Is that a compelling why? Is that a meaningful why? How do we do this? Well, our mission says, we're going to do it by inviting people, including people, involving them in worship and service and study. And so what we become is that we have this church that showcases diversity united by the grace of God. And don't you want to join that? Don't you want to invite other people to experience that? Our ha-ho and our what and our why are all valuable questions to wrestle with. But the order, the hierarchy has to start and originate from our passion, our conviction outwards. Otherwise, we'll get very frustrated with a lot of participation, but a lack of drive, a lack of true engagement. And the amazing thing is that God has a why for us in discovering our why. 
when he asks us to remember those 10 commandments and to live our lives according to those key principles, it's not his why to test our level of obedience or our degree of servanthood. His why, he tells us, is that these things are for our benefit. We actually will find a blessing and life abundant when we align with the how and the what that God has determined. But only if we remember that this is a God whose why is to love us, to bless us, to see us flourish. This is where the text in Jeremiah comes in that reminds us, God says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. These are plans for your good and not for evil. They are to give you a hope, a sense of hope, of purpose and future. So we need to stop talking to each other, to other people about just what we do. And well, oh, you're a part of an Adventist church. What do you do? Well, uh, we worship on Sabbath which is Saturday, the seventh day. We can't have that conversation and expect to have hearts moved by it. We have to have the conversation about the what we do. You know, I, I cherish the Sabbath. I observe the Sabbath. Why? Because I believe in a God who wants to liberate me. Because I believe in a God who says I'm worthy of rest. Let me tell you, about why I keep the Sabbath. And until we can answer that, until we can communicate that, we shouldn't just be talking to people in an empty way about what we're doing. And as a church, we need to keep asking each other and first-time guests, we're so glad you're here, don't hold back, let us know. Why do you love this church? Not like this church. I really want to know why you love this church. Because if we have reasons why we love this church, why it means so much to us, we've tapped into a good why. But if all we can talk about is why I, I like this church, well, it's better than the other options. That's not sufficient. And we talk about serving and volunteering. If I forget to remind you of why that's important, why God's love compels us, to love others, to put them first because he did that for us, then I've failed in casting an important vision about why we serve and why we volunteer. I would hope that in OAC's vision, you find the liberation, the transformation, and the hope that is embedded in that statement. The Christian action and practices need to be driven by this desire to be aligned, to be great ambassadors of Jesus who compelled us, who moved us, who transformed us with his grace and love. I hope my prayer for us is that what we do when we gather, what we do when we practice in our private lives would not be sourced in either a fear of coercion or fear, but that everyone's heart would be a strong sense of conviction. Colossians 1 verse 13 is my why verse. When I feel a little adrift, a little lost, 
That is my why that I come back to. That is the why that I get grounded in, is that I'm delivered. I've been empowered. So my why to empower others is an echo, is merely a ripple of how Jesus empowered me when I was the have not and when I was the marginalized one and when I was the deprived one and when I seemed to lack all the the good qualities and the necessities to, to thrive and flourish. So what is your why? I encourage you in the days to come to really take some time in your mornings or maybe this afternoon. Can you resonate with a why statement? And do you see that this church, OAC, has a why statement that further compels and drives and motivates you to be agents and kingdom builders for God's honor and glory. Amen. Thank you for listening to OAC Vancouver's podcast. Learn more at oacvancouver.ca. If you're in Vancouver, join us for worship Saturdays at 11 a.m. at 5350 Bailey Street. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. God bless you and have a wonderful day.